and thank you for tuning in to the Attack Early Show. My name is Matt, and I am joined by my good friend from Nashville, Sam Moses, and his dog, <laughs> Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> this will be one of those episodes. Biggie, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he could have picked a better time. I literally introduced him right there. Biggie, quiet. This is a live episode. This is going to be a not your average episode that we typically do. It'll be released in kind of like a weird way. And uh, if it sounds a little more boomy, a little more roomy, it's because it is. It's because we're here. (laughs) We're live and we're together. For the first time ever. For the first time ever. So hopefully not for the last time. Which is kind of weird to say, I guess, leading into an episode (laughs) on a pretty infectious virus. So... Anywho, so Sam and I wanted to touch base on a bunch of stuff that we had been hearing and just kind of weigh in on it. And uh, yeah, in terms of your studio, in terms of uh, if yeah, you'll hear like the backup truck outside. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of if you're going to see any bit of a slowdown because of this virus or uh if you might not even even see it at all, but just just like over the just over the whole thing of like what all of this means for you for the music industry, uh, from two guys whose opinions really don't matter. So anyway, <laughs> Sam, I'm on a tee up. Tee me up, man. Consider yourself teed. All right. So this episode is on the coronavirus. The coronavirus and you. The coronavirus and you. Hopefully not together. Not together. But if it is together, it'll be okay, most likely. Uh, this episode we felt like would be beneficial, and it kind of birthed out of the uh, messages that we were getting about people being concerned that they don't have work now because people are being more reserved. With their spending, people are canceling sessions because they don't want to be in person. In Nashville, we're really seeing a lot of touring gigs get canceled, and so people are literally without work for the next few months that were um, just banking on that money. No pun intended, banking. (laughs) Banking (laughs) on that money to pay their bills, obviously, because that's what they do full-time. I mean, this could be people that have been full-time for 10 years, 15 years, basically anyone who's not on salary. So if you're not in a top, top tier gig um, and you're not on salary with a touring musician or act, you are very much feeling this pinch. And Mm -hmm. if you're a studio and people don't want to come record with you anymore because of a concern about health, which I want to say I think is a valid concern at this current date that we're unsure on the spread of the virus we're unsure on you know how to cure it essentially and it's not to be this episode is not to scare anyone but it's to encourage people that uh, what's been helpful for me is to recite the mantra that this moment is not all moments and that's when people have been hitting me up about what what should I be doing you know, is is this all over? I can't pay my bills next week because this session, you know, they got canceled because they don't want to come in 
or even engineers saying, I don't want people coming in off the road who have been touring to do their song, which is all valid right now, I think, because we're unsure on, um, without going into conspiracy theories or anything, it's the coronavirus is a thing that's impacting the world globally. It's impacting our economy. It is shutting things down, whether or not you think that's an over-exaggeration, a knee-jerk move. That's the reality we are in currently, and... Um, I want to encourage everyone to see that just this moment right now is not all moments and that a month ago no one was concerned and three months, three months from now we'll probably be in a much better place of understanding that this probably is just a strain of flu that is a little more intense than the normal ones we're used to. Um, and then six months from now, it'll probably be something that's not talked about a lot. And then a year from now, it'll probably be something that's starting to become a memory. And two years from now, we won't even think about it, probably, Lord willing. And hmm. I want to encourage everyone to have a much longer view point um, and view of their career, of their touring life, studio life, that this is just a blip and not to make it sound like it doesn't matter because it very much does matter, everything matters. But I want to help people to have perspective that this isn't a time to be ignorant or naive, it's time to be educated and informed, but also to be aware and not alarmed that this, this virus isn't the reason why your business isn't making it. This isn't just because this happened um, this may be, I don't know, as I've seen in my own career over the 10 years in, in my life, like we like to sometimes use things as scapegoats to be the reason why we're not where we want to be. Hmm. And I think that's part of this conversation. And I think this virus is a wake up call to a lot of people that their business or what they think they're entitled to, which is what we've talked about for years, entitlement will kill you and kill your business, is that if someone cancels a session and because that one session is canceled, you can't pay your bills, then you probably need to reevaluate where you are as a business. You need to reevaluate your client, you know, how many clients you have, what you actually are doing as a business and where you're at. And that's what I think for me, this is a really good time to take some space and time to plan out your business. If you feel strained and feel like you can't pay your rent next week or next month because someone needs to cancel their sessions for the week with you, then this would be a great time to reevaluate your goals, reevaluate what's the reality that you're actually in. And that reality might be, I'm not as far along as I thought I was, and this is a wake-up call that maybe I need to... It could be something as simple as like, I need to raise rates, I need to get more clients, I need to go get a part-time job, I need to get a full-time job, and I need to supplement my studio or whatever I need to do to continue to pursue the career of being self-employed in the music industry. And I think there's a lot of shame and guilt or nervousness that people are feeling right now that they think, oh, if I go get a job right now, it'd be so embarrassing because I've been touring for seven years or I've had my studio running for three years now and I'd 
you know, no one wants to come in for the next month and I need to pay my bills. Like I want everyone to hear that there's no shame in working a job ever. There's no shame in paying your bills. That's the honorable adult thing to do. And that's the, to me, the hallmark sign of someone who does make it is someone who no matter what comes your way, instead of getting bitter or upset or frustrated and blaming the coronavirus for your your business, you know, yes, there's an impact, but if your whole business is falling apart because of week one of the coronavirus, <clears throat> then there were probably issues that needed to be looked at before this current week. So to me, this episode is all about encouraging people that you know, in a few months, I generally believe we'll know more about it. It'll be better understood, probably contained. Six months, it'll probably be like really not an issue. And a year from now, I am almost sure we'll all look at this and go, man, that was kind of scary and intense and I'm glad that's over. And now our business is running as usual. So I think for me, like I want everybody to feel encouraged that you can get through this, you're going to be okay. That doesn't mean you won't have to make some changes or sacrifice or pick up work or maybe pick up a job you don't want. But it's important to realize that just because you get a job or you have to change things up for the next few months, that's not your forever. It doesn't have to be what you're doing for the rest of your life and there's no shame in that. So that's kind of, to me, Matt, what I wanted to start with monologue number one. So I'll hand it off to you. Yeah, and I have no idea how long this episode's going to be. <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're still here. We should just like publish this live. And it's like two hours. Like, if you fast forward two hours, it's like live the live stream. part of it. Yeah. So <clears throat> I like what you said about if you are slow now and if you are blaming this virus on why you are slow, then things may have been going awry prior to that. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there probably are people who listen to this podcast in parts of the world that are drastically affected yeah. by this type of thing. I mean, we have people who listen like in Italy and Europe and whatnot. And yep. so it's like you have Italy, the whole country self-quarantined. Right. It's that's kind of a different discussion. Yeah. So it's like I I'm seeing people from from all over the the world saying stuff like this. Um so it's like in that case. It's probably the virus and right. not you. Exactly. Uh, things seem to have escalated substantially more over in Europe than they have in in the states as of as of right now when we're recording. Um, but it's kind of like if you're slow and you're blaming it on the virus, I feel like you kind of like in the back of your head, you kind of know what you're actually blaming this on. Right. Um, so. A couple things. So, I've said it. I've, I've kind of, I've kind of made it a, a bit of a mantra. Um, but I don't like creating a problem without offering solutions and stuff like that. So let's kind of like think of this a little bit creatively. So uh, maybe the virus isn't why you are slow, and maybe like with me, it's like I'm slow in December. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are slow in December. Um, also, I'm. Always like either August or September is always a really slow month for me for some reason. But and so it's like little things like I mentally just take note of patterns in 
my year and whatever and just, okay, I'm going to plan adequately for that. And if I'm going to send out a piece of gear that I use a lot, well, what a better month to send something off and have that work already booked so that I have the bench time already scheduled. And I'm going to go ahead and, I don't know, maybe the first week of December, I'm going to go ship off my backs or whatever mm-hmm. it is for calibration. And you know, by the time I get it back, I'm going to have work again. So you just you kind of plan around that. So you have that type of work. But then you have types of work like this that just like you just could kind of go through a little bit of a dry spell. And while we're going through all of this, while we may be going through this together to a degree, if if you are, um, I feel like the best way to tackle a dry spell is uh, is constructively. So if you're, um, I, I I don't want to say like amateur or something like that. I mean, you don't have to be an amateur to have this type of like mental behavior. Right. Um, but if you're freaking out and you're the whole thing of like I haven't had. I haven't had a session all week or the past two weeks, and now it's the absolute end of the world and whatnot. Um, if that's you, which I don't know, many, many years ago that was me, and then I kind of spun it a little bit to where, yeah, it is a little bit freaky for a while, but it's like, okay, well, let's take this and now let's kind of hone in on like what are our givens and like what can we actually do with this. So it's like what to do when you're slow. And it's like, okay, well let's like let's plan for what we're going to do. Like are there any sessions that you can recall that were like particularly difficult for you? Like call it like a year ago mm-hmm. and you go back and you recall any of that work. But I mean, why not just go hang out or whatever with clients that you that you do like. So if you're a mastering engineer and you you do all stuff with mix engineers and producers as opposed to like clients and bands. Go ahead and call call them up and be like, see how they're doing. I mean, like one of the biggest things we can do is check on each other and see how we're all doing. And I know people are afraid to go out and whatnot. I mean, shit, I was on a plane yesterday. <laughs> That's right. So it's like, uh, I, I guess the one upside from that is that the airports are pretty dead. There's right. next to no one, no one in the airport, and it's really just you and a bunch of the flight crews flying to wherever you're going. Um, but yeah, I, I I think the biggest thing when you're slow is take an inventory of what you're doing. Um, take the time to be like, are these processes efficient in what I'm doing? Is there a way for me to optimize what I'm doing? Uh, is there a way for me to serve my clients better? Is there a way for me to treat myself better through all this? Is there a, like go and like completely analyze everything that you're doing so that you can essentially optimize your life. You can optimize. Say you have a family. Is there a way for me to be home right. longer for my family and to have more family time together? Uh, what are some goals that I'd like to achieve by the end of the year? And then put little things in place on how you can. Uh, achieve those goals. I mean, as Sam just says over and over again, like just reverse engineer the crap out of it, right. and like you just say where you want to be, and then you just work backwards from there. So it's like use like everyone's going to be freaking out. It's it's just what's going to happen, and uh, whether some people do it for political reasons, other people do it for genuine reasons, or. Maybe someone just needs to buy that much toilet paper. <laughs> Who knows? Um, either way, I think I think the two biggest things you can do are take care of yourself and your family, um, along with like optimizing stuff you're doing and like through through optimizing things you're doing. And uh, yeah, I would 
check in on other people. I think that's a very I think that's a very big thing that a lot of people don't do enough of. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that we take care of each other well enough and uh and thoroughly enough. So that's the big thing. That that's I think I think that's the big thing of where of where I am. Um I can I can keep talking, Sam. See, this is cool because I can now look at you I and I can kind of like catch a vibe. Yeah, there you go, a little passive <laughs> wink. Um, I can talk again. Well, I was going to touch a little bit on the whole if somebody was going, like if somebody did need, like like they did not have the cash flow for this type thing. Yeah. Like where they should go from here. Yeah, I could talk on that or you want to talk on it. I mean, I have like some ideas. Um, my big, yeah, my biggest thing is, I don't think that it's the smartest thing to do. And if I'm wrong, correct me. Um, I guess even though it's just an idea, um, my biggest thing is I don't think it's the right move to go hop into another self-employment gig. Yeah, I, I don't think now's the time to bounce from being a producer to a wedding photographer. <laughs> I don't think now's the time to like go check out like the next like hottest Nashville real estate class. I don't think <laughs> I, I just don't think now's the time to go hop into the new entrepreneurial venture. Right. I think if anything, what you need to do right now is you need to think like like if you are negatively affected in a financial capacity right now, and it's affecting. You and I'm not necessarily as like worried about you as opposed to who you may be providing for, mm-hmm. um, because it's like you as an individual, you can you can always make money. It's so it's pretty easy to make money, but it's like to make enough money to provide for somebody else besides yourself. That's when it gets kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there is a pride thing there, I would highly recommend getting over that. And I would look into things that offer who you provide for security. Um, security is a very big word here, and in terms of financial security, in terms of like what you can actually rely on coming in uh, every week, every other week, uh, from a financial capacity. And uh, like I said, this this whole time is about taking care of others, mm-hmm. and uh, I do think that it should start first at home. Um, so now is not the, like I said. Now is not the time to go hop into a new entrepreneurial venture. Now is the time to like if you're going to get a job at a coffee shop because they can routinely like like they can routinely bank on people being in there and like you're going to need to like they're going to need the extra hands and stuff like that. I mean, what a better time to want an entrepreneurial job. And when a company's going to probably need a little bit of extra hands, mm-hmm. because what is every large company doing with their employees right now? They are sending them home to work from right. home. Right. So if you ever wanted an entrepreneurial job that is pretty damn secure, go look at companies that are hiring exactly. freelancers or something like that. But just don't be surprised if that work dries up pretty quick. So right. with that, you're going to have to work both channels. But definitely. Uh, I do not recommend just hopping onto onto another freelancing gig or right. another entrepreneurial gig. So, what say you, Sam? Am I off my rocker? 
think your rocker is correct. You're rocking the right the right amount. You're literally on a rocker. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it right now because it's like you're gonna have weird proximity effect on the mic. Uh, I think you're correct. I think, um, like I said before, like getting a job, no shame in that. Getting a stable paycheck right now. If you have no money, could be a good option. You know, understanding that it takes. Assuming people are even hiring right now, that's part of this. Maybe the issue with that, and it but, might be weird. Maybe people aren't hiring because in like these weird times, yeah, it's like companies tighten up things. But it's like maybe I, mean, I saw a sign last night at Jenny's Ice Cream. They were hiring. Like, <laughs> there you go. Literally open hiring. Jenny's Ice Cream is pretty good. It is. I was there last night eating it. Um, but they're hiring. If you're in Nashville and need a job, Jenny's Ice Cream is hiring. Um, they have benefits. There ain't no shame in scooping Jenny's. No, you probably meet some cool people. Um, but I was, as I was talking with people this week, I guess yeah, it's Friday, so it's been a whole week. Um, people that are in studio work or gig work and are like, I don't know what to do. For me, I was trying to quickly think of ideas, and to me, it was this is a great time to. You could find clients right now. The big thing I think right now for me, I mean, at the mastering stage, we're kind of at currently, you could say we're in a lucky spot that we're at the end of the chain. And yep. so a lot of our work isn't in person, and a lot of people are still the next couple months, like they have records to finish that I work with. Like mixers are booked out for a couple months, they're already working on albums that I'll get in a couple months. So I may not feel the pinch as much, but I definitely, as someone who's been in this for 10 years, like, I mean, the first like five years, there were slow times all, always, every year. And so during those slow times, I had to learn, like, um, what do I do? And for me, it was always what I found to be helpful was to either reach out to past clients and see where everybody's at. That's one of the most, like, um, for me, securing things is to figure out what is actual reality. So it's easy to think, well, just because I'm slow, that means everyone is slow. Um, and that's usually not true at all. There's usually thousands of people who are busy with work still, or maybe has, they may have too much work. Um, and that may be people being like, who is that? But it's real. Like um, There are people that have work right now that need your services. Um, if you have a studio and no one wants to come record with you right now, you could potentially reach out to someone to ask if you could edit sessions, you could offer online lessons, you could do a number of things, consulting. There's a number of services and knowledge that people have that you could potentially get creative with. Um, to make side money, like a side hustle for temporary, you know, relief. But also, I think, like Matt's saying, probably one of the coolest things I think we could do right now is be a community for each other and reach out and let people know, like, if you need work, this is what we've been saying for years on the podcast. If you need work, let people know. Like, it's one of the best things you 100%. can do in the community is the people that have told me, like, hey. My session got canceled for the next two weeks. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. I may not have anything for them right this second, but it's amazing how many times 
I will have something come up or I'll know, I'll hear of someone in town who needs something that I can then be like, hey, this person told me that they didn't have anything to do. So here, here's an intro email like to each other. And then that works out. And I think that's part of this whole thing. And I think I've said it before, but like weaknesses, times of weakness to me, the benefit, the way I spin it is that it's, it brings us into community better whenever you're sick or whenever there's something going on. I mean, we see it everywhere. Like people come together. We're currently like worldwide. There is more unity right now than I've seen in like years with people being like, this is something that's impacting everything. And overall the message is like, we want to figure this out as a world, as a whole. And I think that within the music community right now, it's, going to be very important for people to vocalize like, hey, I need work. Hey, I I need to figure this out or I need to go get a job. And and there's no, once again, I think the biggest thing within this, especially like, I mean, I'll just say like for guys specifically, like, and we have females in our audience too, which is wonderful, but I know I can only speak as a guy who's a husband and the way I was raised is like, there's an immense pressure to be like the provider. And I know for a lot of our guy audience, there is immense pressure. Like I talked to a guy yesterday who was like, I got a wife and a new baby Hmm. and I got a new studio and my month is canceled. Hmm. Like, what do I do? And that's like a hard. hard spot to be. And that's where like just talking with him, working through like, well, you're a smart person. You have clients. Like, what can you do? You know, in the meantime, what can you do when this, I'm not going to say blows over because that sounds in to me like not considerate of the situation, but when things kind of go back to normal flow, when people are out and the NBA is back on and <laughs> tours are, <laughs> you know, going again, what can you do in this time period to like hit the ground running as you should have always been, you know, but this is a great time to think about, okay, you know, say this lasts a month or two and it's kind of like sketchy of will people even go outside for the next two months, you know, yes or no. Will they come into to my studio? Will they travel? Are they willing to fly here from LA, you know, and, you know, do a, a session? I think you can make a plan now of like, okay, it's going to get tight here, but when I come back, I can make that up by doing this amount of sessions or I can make it up by offering this service or I can pre-book. Like, you could offer discounts if you wanted to of like a pre-book. Hey, when the virus is done, if you want to mm. book a session now. It's for, a good idea. Yeah, I'm just kind of thinking about this right now, which this is a good idea. <laughs> I think <laughs> Just like ask a, me. Yeah, just pre-booking. You know, when this is over, if you pre-book now, you know, I'll do it for 30% off or something or one song free or whatever. Just to start, you know, making sure when this, this is what I think is going to happen because people won't take our advice because that's just how it is. <laughs> but when this virus ends, you're going to have the same people without work because they didn't do anything during this time and they were already having business problems. And this is just the thing that really broke, you know, the camel's back to where this was enough stress, enough um, pain to the business, enough strain to it to where this puts you out of business. And I know we're going to see that 
and you and I, Matt, have kind of talked about, not in a negative way, but there has been a trend for the last couple of years of like fake entrepreneurs, fake music people, people that really don't have a business outside of like, I mean, it's like our last episode, like catfishing people and like making a quick grab and you haven't created anything really sustainable. And this is really speaks into like, when we talk about sustainability, like this is what sustainability is about. When a virus happens and you can't work for two weeks, do you have sustainability? And that means, do you have any money saved? Do you have the mental strength to see that this is something that will pass, most likely, based on the history of mankind, when we have something like this? It will, it will pass. It will impact things. But do you have the flexibility, the strength, the community? This is where community is way more important than competition. Do you have the community around you to encourage you, like this show, to encourage you that you're going to be okay There are things you can be doing right now to really help your business, to help yourself personally, to help your family, to when things go back to normal a year, six months from now, or sooner, maybe. I mean, I've always been, I mean, I've been saying this whole time, like, as fast as it's happened, it could go away that fast. If someone, if we get a vaccine somehow approved really quick, or it's just kind of like, oh, we contained it in the next couple of weeks, and then we know what to do with it, like we do with almost everything else that we know about doesn't mean it's not awful and people don't die still, but we can at least get back to where the economy is functioning, gigs are functioning. Then, you know, you need to be ready to work again. You need to be ready to take on your clients and you don't want to be the person who spent two weeks just panicking, driving yourself into sickness. (laughs) Like you can exhaust yourself during this time with stress and you can just get the normal cold just from things like this because stress and fear is a, a huge toll on your immune system and body. Um, and so I would encourage people, like, reach out to your clients, see see how people are doing. I mean, if you were, you know, I and that's what we do here and I've done on Instagram, is like if you are someone who just reaches out to your client and goes like, hey, how are you doing? And that's it. Like you will be gaining a loyal client forever. And that necessarily isn't the motive, but that's usually a byproduct of <laughs> caring for people. Caring about people as people yeah. want to work with people that care about people. And this is a perfect time to reevaluate your business. You know, be grateful for the work you have had leading up to this point. And be grateful that, <clears throat> you know, in probably a couple months, things will be back to normal within a year. Like I almost guarantee everything will be completely normal. And hopefully you have learned that you can um, you can basically, I don't know. I just hope everybody learns that this is going to pass and that you'll be okay, but it's very important right now to be wise about how you use your time and how you take care of yourself and your clients, as we always say. So, Matt, I'm going to hand it off to you. So, I, I, I've been taking notes this, this whole time. <laughs> Sam, Sam can actually here. see my, my book that I write every he time. He does take notes. It's amazing. Yeah. So, this reminds me a lot of what I used to run uh, my cigar store in Hilton Head. So, Hilton Head is a very interesting petri dish of an example because 
essentially you had it was like impossible to advertise there. It was like any marketing dollars had to go towards the population that lived there of between 40 and 70. Uh, digital marketing was not a thing. The only way to market to the people there was print. And you know what you can't put in print advertising? Cigar. Tobacco. So uh, we, we had to get very creative with it. Okay, so you have a season that lasts from, let's just call the first week of spring break March 1st. And it, the season lasts from March 1st until Halloween. On November 1st until February 28th or 29th, whatever year it is, uh, you are dead. You are an absolute ghost town. And the only people that you can rely on for business are the locals. And only 33,000 people live on this tiny island. <laughs> and you really hope that you made a decent impression with them over the summer. Um, because they're the only thing that's going to be keeping you alive. So w- times are slow, times are difficult. I mean, there are people who prepay their like they like prepay their electric bill or they like double pay their electric bill in the summer and stuff like that, just knowing that they're going to have some down months. Like people who run like sailboat charters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I, they like buy like and stock up on like toilet paper, and I'm not telling you to be that guy. Um, I can't remember. I see his face right now, but I can't remember his name. He, uh, but what I can tell you, what was pretty special about those times, is all the all the menus changed, all the drink specials and everything changed, and it was all local price, and it was all like the community coming together. And even though it was always a very difficult time, the silver lining was the friends and the community that you built during that tough time. Uh, it just made for a way much more enjoyable summer. And now you could send you, you like you went to bars and restaurants and places you'd never been before, just because like okay, well now a hamburger's not twenty five dollars on a tourist island. Now it's like a regular priced burger, <laughs> and now you can go talk to people and people want to hang out with you. And the community that came from that, we were able to send each other business. Someone looking for cigars, someone looking for a twenty-five dollar hamburger. I mean, I mean, one or the other. Uh, we could do that. So, I mean, this this could be a very advantageous time for all of us in checking up on people, sending each other work. Uh, and I mean, I mean, this is from what I understand. It's kind of like a flu-like virus, and the flu seems to go away. As things start warming up, so fingers crossed it does not hang around too too much longer. But yeah, this uh, it, it, I just wanted to kind of make that parallel. That it really reminded me, um, it really reminded me of Hilton Head. But what I was saying is that it was typically a make or break time for businesses, and if you didn't play out that time well and mindful, you'd be in a little bit of a world of hurt whenever it did come down to like. Having to make like very specific decisions, very business specific decisions, and like, can we actually make this fly? So, I don't know. I think like the last thing that that I want to say, uh, I have two points, but I'll make them short. The biggest thing is, as of right now, 
I really just recommend taking care of yourself and like your loved ones, mm-hmm. and making sure that you're not putting yourself in any situation that could uh, jeopardize you from a security standpoint, in terms of like financially and whatnot, and more important, like from a from a health standpoint. Um, and then moving forward, um, I highly recommend uh, taking the time and putting a financial uh, a financial plan in place. Uh, I really recommend like everyone should have uh, an emergency fund of some kind. And uh, I know Dave Ramsey catches a lot of slack, but I mean, having an extra thousand bucks laying around doesn't hurt anyone. Right. Or it's like, or you do have like six to eight months of. Finance is just kind of like sitting in savings or maybe like a high interest rate savings account or something like that uh, that you can uh, lean back on. Um, I highly, highly recommend uh, you go, you end each year and then go into each year with a business plan for that year. Um, and I can, I, I have one that I've posted on Instagram a handful of times and I've had four or five people ask for it since. Uh, since I posted and it's been taken down. Um, but yeah, it's just very simple. I highly recommend you just kind of chart your course, where you want to be at the end of this year, where you want to be in three years, which Sam and I were talking, it's kind of like the hardest one because it's like it's a far-off goal, but it's like, man, I can really screw that up right now. <laughs> What's a goal I could screw up today? <laughs> Boy, do I have one for you. And then uh, and then a five-year goal, just kind of like where are you, like, where are you dreaming this thing? Um, so I highly recommend you... Uh, have a business plan, and then like the last one, and it's the one that I've em- emphasized this whole episode is I highly recommend um, that you uh, at this time dive into community, especially if you're slow. Check on people, um, make sure everyone's doing all right, see if you can do anything for anyone, and uh, yeah, as Sam said, I mean, make sure you're making yourself also vulnerable. Just because, like, the internet's an awesome place. I mean, it's like annoying as annoying as the internet is during an election year. Annoying and revealing. It is very nice when you can say, "Holy crap! I just had like a big session cancel." Um, if anyone wants to get in a session, I have an immediate opening, and I think you'd be surprised what kind of attention that might help. Right. Draw your way. So I think that's I think that's what I got, Sam. I don't know how long we've been recording. You do the, you do these <sighs> sessions in beats. I do them in time, <laughs> so I have no idea how long we've been recording. I don't know either, but I really don't have much really anything else to say outside of if people need help, DM us. Be happy to share our one person opinion on this. And I mean, I've been through slow times. So if you need help with something, I'm sure we could get creative and try and figure out solutions for people. Um, and I think that's it. Stay safe. Stay uh, healthy. Healthy. <laughs> and busy. And busy. So anyway, I think Sam has a sweet beat queued up from beesofbeats.com. Queued up. By Sam's Beats. And if you... Uh, do have any extra cash and you do like the show and you do want to support the show, we have a little bit of merch left that uh, I'm going to have to ship to Sam's house around July. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are going to, we found out we're going to have a little baby girl. So if you'd like some merch, 
that would be a great time just you know swing on by the attackearlyshow.com get yourself some merch a mug perhaps maybe some whiskey glasses mm-hmm. who doesn't like to drink in times like these that's right <laughs> so anyway whatever support you uh you you'd like to give the show i mean that would be more than more than thankful, or we're more than thankful for that. Yeah, and if uh, if nothing else, if you can just drop us a like or comment or stars or anything wherever you're hearing this, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. So, and something else that could really help people: if you have an idea that we did not mention for how yeah. somebody could make money during this time, yes, what a cool thing it would be to do. That like let's like share. Yeah, let's share that. Let's like put the word out there. So. Anywho, uh, morning, afternoon, evening, whatever y'all are having, have a darn good one. Um, yeah, stay safe, be healthy. See y'all in the next episode. Cue the music, Sam. Cue it.